Bob was tired. It was another night at the bar where he served drinks after his full-time commitment to the Air Force. Two jobs, neither of which gave him any fulfillment, and they were only just enough to support his small family. He went through the routine of cleaning glasses, wiping down the bar, and asked himself, Is this all there is? The television in the background blared on as Bob served drinks and pondered his life situation. Normally, he tuned out the TV, but something about the way the rough people in the bar were fascinated by the picture intrigued him. Bob turned to look and saw a stout German man in front of a canvas painting landscapes. It was at that moment that something clicked, and the wheels of destiny began to turn for Bob Ross. Hi, I'm Garvin DeShazer, and this is your Daily Inspiration. You might not remember the name Bob Ross, but chances are you'll recognize the image I'll paint for you now. Imagine a soft-spoken man with huge, permed hair, a paint palette in his left hand and a brush in his right. He's painting beautiful landscapes and teaching and encouraging you to make art of your own. When he adds effervescent clouds to his canvas, they are happy little clouds. His trees are happy little trees. And, of course, he doesn't clean his brush. He beats the devil out of it. If that's triggered a long-forgotten memory, you're not alone. Ross's public television show, The Joy of Painting, ran on PBS stations from 1983 to 1994 and is still in reruns on television and the Internet today. Along with other personalities, such as Fred Rogers of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, LeVar Burton of Reading Rainbow, and of course Star Trek, and Steve Irwin of The Crocodile Hunter, Bob Ross has been enshrined in the memories of many children and adults who watched his program. So, how did the son of a carpenter and a waitress from Orlando, Florida, who dropped out of school in the ninth grade, become an international figure still beloved 25 years after his death? After a childhood spent immersing himself in a love of nature, Bob enlisted in the Air Force in 1961 and was promptly sent to Alaska. During his 20 years of service there, Bob worked his way up to the rank of Master Sergeant. Along the way, he got out into nature as much as possible, absorbing the imagery of Alaska's snowy mountains that would later become a staple of his artwork. To make money on the side, he tended bar part-time, and it was during one of these shifts that his moment of destiny arrived. The show on the TV that night was called The Magic of Oil Painting, hosted by Bill Alexander, who used a technique called a la prima that enabled the painter to complete a finished oil painting in under 30 minutes. By studying Alexander and his technique, Bob found another way to bring much-needed income to his family. During his work breaks each day, he would create an Alaskan landscape painting on a novelty gold pan, which he then sold to tourists. Eventually, his income from these sales surpassed his salary from the Air Force, allowing him to retire from that career in 1981. But 
Bob knew he couldn't sell gold pans for the rest of his life, so how could he transition from the military to a successful civilian life? The answer, once again, began with Bill Alexander. Bob went to Florida to study painting under the man who had inspired him and eventually became a tutor for the Alexander Magic Arts Supplies Company. And it was at one of his tutoring sessions that another destined moment occurred. After her son had died in a car crash, Annette Kowalski spent many days lying on the couch watching Bill Alexander's program. Her husband, Walt, desperate to help her through her grief, tried to get her lessons with Alexander, only to be disappointed. The Alexander Company said, Sorry, Bill isn't teaching anymore, Kowalski recalls. But we've got this other young guy who's teaching Bill's classes. We had to go to Clearwater, Florida, for the closest class with this Bill Alexander wannabe. So, with low expectations, the Kowalskis drove to Florida to take that week-long course with Bob Ross. I cried all the way, she said, because I didn't know who this Bob Ross person was. When they arrived and began the class, however, Annette's view quickly shifted. I was mesmerized by Bob Ross, she recalls. Somehow, he lifted me up out of that depression. And on the fifth day, I said to my husband, I don't know what it is about this Bob Ross, but I think we ought to put it in a bottle and sell it. That's just what the Kowalskis proposed in a sense, and they financed a trip for Bob to come to Washington and teach. To advertise the classes, they filmed a television commercial to air on the then-popular Phil Donahue show. But the commercial had been filmed in the wrong format and had to be fixed before it could air. The only place that could handle the job was a local PBS station. While we were having the tape worked on, the manager of the station walked in and saw Bob, Annette would later explain in an interview. And he went up to Bob and said, Would you agree to make a series? And the rest is history. The Joy of Painting started the following year, 1983, and remained on the air until 1994 when Bob finally had to retire due to his ongoing battle with lymphoma. In that time, Bob and the Kowalskis had built not only a lasting television series that's still watched to this day, but also Bob Ross, Inc., a tremendously profitable art supplies and teaching company. Bob Ross was famous for many catchphrases, but one that sums up the man perfectly is also his best known. We don't make mistakes, he said. We just have happy accidents. Indeed, the unexpected success of Bob Ross can be traced back to a series of many such happy accidents and the faith of his family and friends. What happy accidents have brought you to this moment today? It's so easy sometimes for us to focus on regrets and what we believe are missed opportunities in our past that we sometimes forget how many wonderful moments fill our own origin stories. Today, say to yourself, I am ready to seize this day. Thanks for listening. May your day be filled with love, laughter, and joy. Bye for now.
Hi, this is Scott Sampson, producer for the Daily Inspirations podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Want more inspiration in your life? Check out our blog for weekend stories of hope and uplifting news. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we hope you'll take a moment today and rate and review us and tell everyone in your circle so they can get the same inspiration that we hope you've received today. We have big plans for this podcast and we want you to be part of it. Visit dailyinspirationsandmeditations.com to contact us with your own inspirational stories or just to say hi.